0: Good morning everyone. I'm wearing my gloves and sanitizing Um, before we begin worship here at the Presbyterian Church of Lawrenceville. Here, I'm going to hand this back to you, Will. Welcome everyone. As I look out at the sanctuary, I think of all of those saints who've gone before us, that great cloud of witnesses who've been part of this congregation. Uh, And here we are, assembled for worship. You at a distance, there are a few people and we're all practicing very safe social distancing. We all have gloves today today. Uh, There's Jim Moyer and the family unit there, James, uh, and Jim is playing keyboard. My son, Will, uh, is the sound and video tech, and we have Kyle and Catherine and myself and Tom Wilford on camera. Welcome, all of you. Thank you for joining us uh, for Facebook Live worship here at the Presbyterian Church of Lawrenceville. Now, if there are any visitors on our stream, we'd love it if you could make yourselves known, your your presence known. Just say, hi, I'm Jim Smith uh, in the comments. And uh, that way we can welcome you. Um, I also want to say thanks to Will Dennis, who is our comments moderator today. Uh, And I'm going to ask him if he would just put the link for our live stream up. And uh, if you want to invite somebody to come to worship, now's the time to do it. Just text them the link and say, hey, why don't you join us for worship? That way we can do a little bit of evangelism here today. In that way, online, why not? It's easy. Invite somebody to come to worship with you by texting them the link. Um, By the way, I think we're having some trouble with our live stream on our website. We don't quite know why. don't know if there's anybody who has access to the back end who can help us fix that, but we apologize for that little glitch. Um, Hopefully, we will not have any other glitches uh, today as we proceed with worship. All right, a few announcements. Uh, First of all, you can download the bulletin, and I think the instructions are there on screen for you to do that. Uh, just go to the event post on our website, and there are a bunch of links that will be useful. It will especially be useful to have the words to some of the songs, some of the Johnny Cash songs, so that you can follow along today. Um, So uh, also I want to make known that the deacons, we continue to organize ourselves to meet needs and to uh, offer our help. If you have the means to offer help, there is... uh, a, a it's called sign up genius we have a page that's dedicated to that and i think will might have the link to that and you can put it in the comments section now uh... if you're willing to bring groceries to somebody if you're willing to be a phone buddy for somebody who may be lonely or uh, alone at home um, we'd, we'd really encourage you to do that actually one need there is one of our members who's sequestered uh, in, in, uh, in a room and doesn't have a laptop if anybody has like an old mac laptop we could really use that so that that person Uh, can kind of get online, Uh, let us know by emailing me or the office. Also, it's important, to the extent you can, to keep up with your pledge. Um, We can only do what we do through your financial support. Times are obviously tough for all of us, Uh, but to the extent that you can uh, continue your generosity to the church, we really encourage that. Uh, There are ways to give online. We're encouraging people to move your giving online. That's much more convenient in many ways. Uh, but if you are used to writing a check, just send that into the church office, and we will process it from there, and we appreciate your attentiveness to that. Every Friday at noon, we have a Zoom congregational gathering. Let's just share information, encourage each other, uh, and talk about what we can do to help each other, and we pray, have a little scripture and prayer concerns. Join us. It's only a half an hour. We stick to that 12 noon every Friday. Out here is a a labyrinth that we have put together, and that is a great, safe way to practice uh, Lenten spirituality. Right here in the graveyard between the meeting house and the chapel, uh, there are instructions that you can can get before you go. And if you do, uh, take a selfie and post it on Facebook to let people know that you did it. I also have a note about Pastor Luke and his well-being and the well-being of his ministry Um, He writes that all is well. He's staying in Haiti at the moment. There's no church or school or clinic, but they are somehow gathering, I I presume, at safe social distance, 8 p.m. on Sunday evenings, to keep the community in touch with each other. They're phoning as many members as possible who have phones, uh, and if we could be in prayer for him at 8 o'clock tonight when they're gathering, uh, that would be highly commendable. Um, so Pastor Luke's doing okay, and his family, Ronid, and the children are in Florida staying home and well. Um, also, uh, two, two quick things. We are not doing the food drive that we anticipated. Be aware of that. Next week is Palm Sunday, and we're going to be doing a thing called the Palm Sunday Project. You will be able to get Palms starting Monday tomorrow. I'm going to be making a receptacle for them. They arrived. We have lots and lots of them. Pick up a palm frond or two or four or five. There are plenty. They'll be right in front of the church. You can stop by the road, pick them up. And what we're going to ask people to do is make a five-second or less video to wave your palms. You could say Hosanna, and we're going to make a kind of video collage uh, for the Palm Sunday project. I think uh, Will Dennis has the, uh, the, the shared drive where you can upload that video, and we'll do a post about how you can do that too. Those are all the announcements that I have. If I've forgotten anything, please just put them in the comments section there uh, for the greater good. Let us then move from getting here to being here as we worship God together.
1: Precious Lord, take my hand. Lead me on, help me stay. I am tired, I am weak, I am warm, through the storm, through the night, lead me on to the light, take my hand, precious Lord, and lead me.
0: Let us then come together and participate in the call to worship as we prepare our hearts to glorify God. God is in the water that restores our souls, and God is in the night when we lose our way. God is in today and tomorrow, and God is in this wilderness with us every step of the way. And so together we confidently declare... If God is in those spaces, then God is surely here now with us. Let us together worship the God of creation. Let us worship the God of wilderness spaces. Our opening hymn is The King of Love, My Shepherd Is. If you downloaded the music for the, uh, for the worship service, we're going to be singing verses 1, 4, and 6. And the lyrics, though, will be appearing on screen. Let us join in singing together. Some of you may be aware, of course most probably are aware, that we are in the midst of a sermon series called Redemption from Point A to Point B and everything in between. And Kyle will be finishing that sermon series with his sermon today. Part of this series is also uh, a time to reflect. We have chosen to reflect on some of the music of Johnny Cash and, part of, and to reflect on his life. And so for the call to confession, we offer you a song. This one, sung by John Tim Payne, Remotely. Uh, and he is going to sing one of the most famous of Johnny Cash's songs, Man in Black. We ask that you please pay close attention to the lyrics, the words of this song, as they are indeed a call to confession.
2: This morning... um, going to try something a little bit different. Uh, We're going to participate in a spontaneous liturgy for our prayer of confession. And so um, as the prayer goes, we'll invite you uh, to offer your own prayers in response uh, to the prompts uh, that you'll see up on the screen there in just a minute. Um, And if you're watching with us live on Facebook, we invite you, if you are comfortable, to share those um, with us in the comments. One of the Things that's most meaningful about liturgical worship and about being together is the way in which we interact with one another. And so, this is one way that we're trying to do that this morning. So, let us pray together. God, you are. But we are. Still, God is. Lord, help us too. Amen. Friends, if you're able and comfortable, I invite you to join me in standing. Uh, Of course, those of us here can stand together, but we invite you to stand with us in body or spirit virtually at home uh, that we might hear the good news this morning. The psalmist assures us that God's goodness and mercy will follow us, even pursue us, all the days of our lives, as God's forgiven people receive God's goodness and mercy, and live a new life in Jesus Christ, trusting that we are forgiven. Thanks be to God. Amen. Uh, This is, uh, I want to take a a moment just to talk with uh, some of our kids uh, who may be uh, watching uh, with your families. Uh, this morning, and so I'd invite you to lean in a little closer, maybe give mom or dad an elbow and get that comfortable seat uh, on the couch or in the chair, wherever you might be joining us this morning. This morning, I want to acknowledge that we're kind of dealing with a difficult thing, and maybe some of you are feeling sad. Uh, maybe you're upset or scared, and, and that's all okay. All of those feelings are okay in a time like this. Uh, we're, we're in a difficult time, Uh, And in just a minute, we're going to read a scripture reading from Psalm 23. Maybe uh, you'll know it when you hear it. The person writing that psalm talks about being in a difficult time. Uh, And he says that no matter what it is that we face, we can know that God is always with us. And so this morning, know that God is uh, with you um, in this difficult time. Uh, and, uh, but he, he says not only is God with us, but that God continues to not just take care of us, but bless us. Uh, that There are places that we can look to to find God's blessing and, and things to be thankful for, even in hard times. And so I want to give you a little bit of a project to do with your families, uh, maybe this afternoon. Uh, and you're going to need a cup and some paper and as much crafting supplies as you have at your, your house Uh, And and here's what I want you to do. I want you to take some paper, different colors of paper is great, and cut them into strips. And on those strips of paper, uh, decorate them uh, with things that you're grateful for, especially in this difficult time, things that you're thankful for. Uh, What are those blessings that you're seeing in your own lives, uh, in your family's lives? Uh, And decorate them. Make them look really great. And then you take some glue on one side of the strip of paper and glue it inside of the cup uh, and let it flow out. Because in our scripture reading, one of the images uh, of God's blessing for us is a cup that's overflowing. And so take a couple of strips of paper, uh, do that, and uh, maybe have your folks do some as well uh, so that you have your cup overflowing with all these blessings from God uh, that you can hold on to at this time. I'd also encourage you to take a picture of your cup and share it with us on Facebook or Instagram, wherever you might be. If you don't have crafting supplies, or if you're a little older, or you don't like that idea, uh, or even if you're home by yourself, adults, you can take a regular glass and put it in a big bowl uh, and take some turns pouring water into that cup and watching the water overflow as you think about things that you're grateful for. Uh, So I encourage you uh, to do that. Know that even in this difficult time, uh, we're not alone, that God is with us, that God loves us, and that God blesses us. All right? Let's pray together. Let's pray. Loving God, we thank you that even in difficult times, you are always with us. We thank you that you love us and that you not only take care of us, but you bless us, that you give us all kinds of good things, uh, and that we have hope in you. May we know that you are with us, and may we know that we are with one another at this time. Amen.
0: Kyle mentioned, our scripture lesson for today is Psalm 23. Uh, you can actually find it online. I think Will Dennis, uh, our host, in the comments it will paste the link if you want to follow along through the web. Psalm 23 in the Common English Version. The Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. He lets me rest in grassy meadows. He leads me to restful waters. He keeps me alive. He guides me in proper paths for the sake of his good name. Even when I walk through the darkest valley, I fear no danger because you are with me, your rod and your staff. They protect me. You set a table for me right in front of my enemies. You bathe my head in oil. My cup is so full it spills over. Yes, goodness and faithful love will pursue me all the days of my life. And I will live in the Lord's house as long as I live. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Before we hear the sermon, we have an anthem of sorts. Uh, This is another of Johnny Cash's most familiar songs, although it may not be familiar to all. Uh, It is a a song called A Boy Named Sue. See if you can pay attention to the words, because they do tell a story. Uh, And um, I hope that this might actually provide a moment of levity in your Lenten journey. Um, This is the world premiere of a brand new virtual band. Working title is uh, Not Whiskey, is the name of our virtual band, and so... um, let this be an offering to God as you hear the song, A Boy Named Sue.
2: Amen. You can uh, feel free to put in a hand clap emoji for the very talented uh, Jeffrey Vamus here. <laughs> Will you pray with me? Gracious God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations and comments and thoughts of all of our hearts be pleasing to you. For you, O God, are our rock and our redeemer. Amen. So as uh, Jeff has already mentioned this morning, for those of you who have been following along Uh, You know that this Sunday is the fourth and final Sunday in our Lenten sermon series that we're calling Redemption from Point A to Point B and everything in between. And so we spent some time talking a little bit about Point A, which was hitting rock bottom. Uh, We spent the last two weeks uh, trying to do our best to talk a little bit about everything in between. And so this morning, we want to talk a little bit about redemption. We're going to talk about that Point B. But I uh, suspect, like all journeys, the road to redemption uh, is just as much about the journey as it is the destination. In fact, I'd go uh, as far as to suggest uh, that there can be no redemption without the journey. The song that we just heard uh, and saw, A Boy Named Sue, is one of my favorites uh, from Johnny Cash. And then almost humorous kind of way. It retells the story of um, one man's life and the hardships that he's faced uh, for being a boy named Sue. And the whole time as the song carries on there's a certain tension uh, resulting from the resentment that this man has toward his father for uh, not only naming him Sue but uh, for also leaving him when he was a child. I love this song because I think it's a true uh, redemption story. Our hero, as it were, finds himself in the midst of hardship, full of anger, right, and and motivated by revenge. And then that moment comes. He finds his father in a bar in Tennessee, and he, he calls him out. My name is Sue. How do you do, he says. And he grabs his father by the collar And they begin to fight. You can imagine, right? The brawl takes over the bar. Chairs are being broken into into teeth, I guess. Uh, Glasses are being broken. One guy is throwing another through a window. And apparently there are knives and, and guns and things. It's really, truly the stuff good movies are made of. And then there's that plot twist. The father calls a kind of time out, right? And he says, look... You can be mad at me if you'd like. You can even kill me if you want to, and I wouldn't blame you at all. But here's why I did what I did. And just like that, redemption happens, and it's it's not what we expected it to be. Did you catch it in the song? The very thing that made this man's life difficult in the end was The thing that defined his identity and gave him strength, made him stronger for it. I love the way that the song ends. Cash sings this. He says, what could I do? What could I do? I got all choked up and I threw down my gun. I called him pa and he called me his son. And I came away with a different point of view. He doesn't love the name Sue. In fact, he (laughs) still hates it. But I love the way the song ends because it gets at something uh, that I think can only be discovered in that proverbial darkest valley. Redemption isn't just about getting to point B. Redemption isn't just a destination. Redemption truly is about the journey from point A to point B and everything in between. The consequence of redemption is a new awareness of self. It's a a new way of being in the world. It's a new awareness of God. The God who is with us, and the God who is for us, the God who blesses us, and the God who restores our very lives. This morning we read Psalm 23 together. It's a familiar psalm to be sure, and so I asked Jeff to read it from a different translation. Hopefully it was new to you, and I wonder if anything stood out to you, if you heard anything in a different way. What piqued your imagination this morning? And I invite you to share those things in the comments as we uh, go on. But we often think of Psalm 23 as a funeral psalm. It's where we hear it most often, but author Clint McCann reminds us that this psalm is, quote, as much about life and living as it is about death and dying. This is a psalm of assurance and of trust, but it's also, in my opinion, a redemption psalm in the vein of a boy named Sue. It's a psalm of revelation from the trenches, even though I walk Through the darkest valley. God, you are there with me, and I lack nothing. It's possible that the valley of the shadow of death may be referencing some specific geographical location, uh, but it might just be a kind of super evocative way uh, to imagine danger and terror and vulnerability. This is a psalm for people who are scared. I don't know about you, but uh, I've certainly been scared uh, the last couple of weeks. And quite frankly, I've felt the range of emotions from day to day and sometimes even hour to hour. Those darkest valleys are the context for this psalm. And so I'd invite you to think about what is your dark valley right now? In what ways are you feeling scared or vulnerable? Maybe it's Sickness or concern for your health. Maybe it's the loss of livelihood or jobs or food or shelter. Maybe it's adjusting to new work and family routines or maybe even adjusting to remote learning. Maybe it's the uncertainty and the sense of uh, loss as graduations are being postponed and even canceled. Maybe it's an overwhelming sense of just feeling overwhelmed feeling useless, or feeling anxious. Maybe it's grief, or maybe it's depression, or maybe it's just figuring out how to move forward from all of this as a community to where those green pastures are. Know this morning that this psalm is for you. This is your redemption story. And at the end of it, As a community and as individuals, hopefully we will be stronger for it. Hopefully our faith will be stronger for it. The same God who provides for our needs and gives us life is with us now in this dark valley. To guide us and to comfort us to be sure. But not just to provide for our basic needs, but to be generous with blessing. Sort of in a tongue-in-cheek way, I joked with the staff this week, it's sort of like grass and water for the kids and good food and overflowing wine for the adults, right? And surely God's goodness and mercy and grace and loving kindness will pursue us every stinking day of our lives, not just today and not just in this difficult time, but every day of our lives, friends this is a love that is relentless it's wasteful and ridiculous it's this it's this kind of love that will not let us go i think there is hope in that there is comfort in that that even in this darkest valley even now in the face of the coronavirus and social distancing and sheltering in place even now in the face of a health crisis and Significant economic hardship. God is here, even now. And I want to close uh, this morning with a poem that I think really ties together our expo- exploration excuse me, of this psalm with our Lenten journey uh, and with this sort of wilderness and darkest valley that we find ourselves in. This is called The Wilderness is a Place of New Life, Resilient Life by the Reverend Sarah R. I used to think the wilderness would never end. I called my mom and asked, does time really heal all wounds? Do the pieces ever fall back into place? Does the wilderness go on forever? She told me about the horizon. She said, there is an edge where the earth meets the sky, and when you're there, You'll see daisies in the sidewalk in the sun after the rain. I asked her to draw me a map, and she cried. She cried because she knew this road was mine to walk, but she promised to wait for me, day in and day out for as long as this wilderness raged. So I walked. And it felt like 40 days, and it hurt like 40 nights. And I waved to people. I passed there in the wilderness. We tipped our hats to one another, silently recognizing the weight we each carried. Until one day, I realized the earth always kisses the sky and the wilderness has turned into a garden and I've made it out alive. And my mother hugged me there at the earth's edge and she whispered in my ear that God was the gardener and that I had nothing to fear. So if you ever ask for a map, know that God and I will be planting seeds, hoping to turn your wilderness into a garden. For as long as the wilderness rages on, I will never stop looking for you where the earth kisses the sky. Friends, even though we are walking in a dark valley, we know and we trust that God is here and that we are here for one another, planting seeds until this wilderness turns into a garden. Thanks be to God. Amen. Our hymn of response uh, is going to be Great is Thy Faithfulness. The lyrics will be on the screen uh, if you'd like to follow along. If you've downloaded uh, the music uh, accompaniment to the Order of Worship, you'll see the music and words there. Let us worship together. Verse 3. I'll invite you into a time of prayer as we pray together with and for one another. I'd invite you, as you are comfortable, uh, to share your requests in the comments for those of you who are watching this live, uh, so that we might lift up your prayer uh, with us as well. Let us pray together. Everlasting God, we come to you with words, with songs, with sighs too deep for words, And we come to you with ourselves, our whole selves, which are hurting and anxious and confused and grateful and bored and sometimes just too many things at once. All our jumbled thoughts and feelings cry out to you, screaming out in different tones and colors, longing for you, for you are the rock that steadies us. You are the refuge that keeps us safe. You are the water that gives us life. You are the spirit that surrounds us even now. When we cannot see each other face to face, you still bind us together with cords that cannot be broken. You assure us that neither life nor death nor angels or rulers or things present or things to come or any pandemic, or disease can separate us from your love for us in Christ Jesus. This morning, we are united in our gratitude for all of those who are working on the front lines, from healthcare workers to janitors to grocery store clerks. We are united in our care for those businesses we love who have had to close their doors, for the millions of people who have lost jobs and income for everyone who's been barely holding on who are not who are now falling into their own personal states of emergency for those who already could not make ends meet and who now struggle to see a way out this morning we're united in our hope for a way forward in this wilderness In this dark valley, we're united in our hope for testing opportunities and enough equipment to go around for scientists to find a cure and for all of us to find ways to live safely in these days, which in many ways are like no other that we've experienced. This morning, we're united in our concern for all of those who are sick, either with the virus or with anything else with all of those who cannot access care, with all of those who do not have enough symptoms to get a test, and for all of those trying to manage their own physical and mental health. We pray as a faith community gathered together by your Spirit. We also pray as individuals this morning, in our own homes, with our own needs, our own fears, and our own joys. And so we lift up those prayers to you, O God, now, In a time of silence. Hear us, O God, for we pray all these things in the name of Jesus Christ. For even while we remain apart, we join all our prayers together as we pray the prayer we were taught. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come.
0: This is a time when we practice gratitude. Before I offer the call to offering, I want to uh, make mention of the fact that the prayers that are offered will be offered by our virtual deacon prayer team uh, around the virtual piano, I suppose you might say. I also want to express my gratitude to my musical colleagues, uh, Bo Child and John Timpain, for their collaboration. I neglected to do that earlier. Times are tough, and we're all afraid. I think that it's important to acknowledge that. And uh, a time like this ought to remind us of what is most important. And so I would encourage all of us, as we are seeking to be faithful to what is important, uh, to be generous, to practice generosity. Uh, As we are afraid that we will have enough, let us always remember uh, that being generous is an important part of our Christian walk. Uh, This is a time when you're invited to give. uh, If you... uh, are able to give online, I think uh, Will has displayed on the screen uh, the ways that you can give. Um, There are two ways you can give through our website uh, and through text giving. Uh, And uh, Will is going to uh, display the instructions for doing that at this time. And so as we hear the music, let us consider the ways in which we are called to be generous, even and especially during this time. Holy God, as we walk through the valley of the shadow, the deep, dark valley, as we endure these difficult times, remind us that you are with us, and that your rod and your staff, they comfort us, and that our cups, even now, do overflow. Help us to give out of our gratitude for all that you are, and all that you do, and all that you give to us. We ask this in the name of Jesus, our shepherd, and our Christ. Amen. May the peace of the Lord be with you. This is the time when uh, you are invited uh, virtually to share a sign of God's peace to your online neighbors. Um, You can be creative with how you might express peace, uh, but please do share somehow a sign of peace with our neighbors. And may the peace of Christ be with you. Our final hymn is... uh, We are marching in the light of God, and we're going to be singing all of the verses, right? Let us sing together.
2: Friends, the service of worship has come to an end and I'd like to remind you and invite you, for those of us who are watching live, to join us for a virtual time of fellowship following uh, this worship service. We'll leave the live stream on for just a few more minutes after the service ends and you can find the link in the comments there. So grab a cup of coffee and join us on Zoom for a virtual time of fellowship uh, to connect with one another. And now... Go or stay, sit, rest in peace, check in on one another, and live in Christ's light, even in this darkest valley, knowing and trusting that God is with us. And so may the unrelenting grace and comfort of our Lord Jesus Christ, the wasteful and ridiculous love of God, and the deep fellowship of the Holy Spirit, which binds each of us together even now, be with us pursue us, even stalk us this day and all the days of our lives. Amen.